Does someone you love have anxiety? You see them getting anxious, not thinking clearly, getting overwhelmed. However, it manifests and you feel stuck knowing what to do. You love them, right? But how do you help? We had this question from our Discord community and we're digging in, y'all. Happy Brain Style. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What is the best way to assist someone when their anxiety is running high? Not really an attack per se, but just anxiety overwhelm. My daughter suffers from high anxiety, and thankfully she has not had an attack in some time, but there are times that her anxiety starts to kick in and I want to help her learn how to get through it. Always I'm afraid I'm going to say or do something to make it worse, and God forbid, trivialize it in some way. That comes from someone in our Discord community who asked, that question. And I'm so grateful that they did because as you know, your home girl, she'd be struggling with anxiety on the regular. And I always appreciate when loved ones, people want to know how to help someone not only not struggle, but keep that brain of theirs happy. We're going to dig into my own personal experience and some really great advice from betterhelp.com. But before we get started, what up, Greg Clunas? I'm so proud of him. If you don't know him, he is the host of Tiny Leaps Big Changes and just came out with his app, Upward, which helps you, yes, you, connect with an accountability partner to keep your goals for 2022. We're not talking about any old goals. We're talking about personal development goals because you know the outer work starts with the inner work. And one of the biggest problems that we have seen in this space is accountability and consistency. So Greg built a free app to help with this, where if you have a goal, like say drink more water or meditate more, whatever it is, you can find an accountability partner who has a similar goal and will help you with yours. Right now it is just on iOS, but it's coming to Android soon. And the link is in the show notes where you can download that for free. Now back to this question. Before we can answer it, I just want to share some signs of anxiety. Now this is anxiety disorder and common symptoms may include, let me emphasize, may include easily fatigued, restless or on edge, difficulties concentrating, irritability, muscle tension, difficulty controlling thoughts or feelings of worry. But with all that said, understand that anxiety manifests in different ways for different people. So I have three little tips here on how to help the loved one in your life navigate their anxiety. And number one, it's simply to believe them. Believe them. Believe them that it is as frustrating and as hard and as overwhelming as they say it is or that it may seem. There's nothing worse than dealing with something and someone like, what? <laughs> you know, like downplaying it or thinking you're overreacting. And maybe that's your way of thinking you're helping them by trying to make it not a big deal to you. So maybe it'll not be a big deal to them. But if you've struggled with anything in your life, you know the feeling of not being believed or someone not empathizing with you. So simply just believe them. If they say they're struggling, whether it seems crazy to you or not, whether it seems trivial to you or not, whether it seems completely 
left field because sometimes anxiety, like there's no reason for it. Maybe everything is fine and it just hits you. I know at times I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be having massive anxiety and my husband will be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I can't even tell you what's wrong. Like, I can't logically tell you why I'm feeling this way, but for some reason it just sweeps over me. And it's taken him a really long time to understand that because to him, there has to be like a cause, like I'm anxious about this and so I'm having anxiety. But the truth is sometimes you have anxiety for absolutely no reason. So whether it makes sense or not, I think the number one um, thing you can do to help your loved one is simply believe them. That's it. Number two, this comes from betterhelp.com. Um, they emphasized asking questions like, what can I do to help you? at the moment? Will it help if I sit with you? Do you want advice or would you like me to listen? And they have some more questions there, but I appreciated that they led with questions because again, just like anxiety manifests in different ways, people are helped in different ways. People need different things. And it's easy for us to assume because we think, oh, what helps me? But the most empathetic and kind thing that you can do is ask your loved one, what do you need in this time? And then going back to point number one, believe them. If they say they want to be left alone, leave them alone. If they say, can you just sit with me and not say anything? They're not lying. <laughs> like whatever it is, just believe them. Ask what you can do and believe their response. And the very last thing I'll say with this, and again, like I said at the very beginning, everyone is so different. And the fact that you care, the person who sent in this question enough to say, hey, I want to be there for my daughter. I don't know what to do. I think that's the coolest thing. And I think you're already halfway there, right? Because you notice it and you want to help. Believing them, asking for what they need is so freaking key. And don't think that it's not enough because that goes into point number three. Don't try to fix it. You're not their therapist. And I know sometimes, again, to my point earlier about believing them, sometimes maybe minimizing it or rushing to a solution or suggesting that they do this or they do that, or maybe if you did this and maybe if you stopped doing that, sometimes that feels like you're disregarding their problem or their feeling in the moment because minimizing may seem like it's helping, but it's really a very invalidating feeling. Again, Brian's had to, you know, really learn how to do this because it's hard because he's, you know, wanting to help by fixing things. But when you're struggling with something, sometimes you don't, you're not looking for an answer. It's not like you've never thought of this answer. It's not like you've never thought, oh, maybe I should work less. Oh, maybe I should go outside and rest a little bit. Oh, maybe I should, you know what I mean? Like we know the answers a lot of the times. It's like a weird, and again, this is just my experience, it's like a weird spiritual, untangible, energetic, weird thing that comes on you and comes off of you that doesn't logically make sense. And again, you might know the textbook answer, but that doesn't necessarily help. And it's hard to explain it unless you've been through it. But I think the most important things for loved ones to know is that you're not their therapist. They're not necessarily looking for an answer. They're not looking for you to fix it, which I know is hard because if you love somebody, what they really need is just for you simply to believe them, no matter how crazy and out there their responses may be, their words may be. And when you ask them what they need, believing them for that and giving it to them, a solid presence in someone's life is so freaking meaningful. I know I was going through something uh, just a few days ago. It was a really, really horrible tragedy that happened in my family. And I called my friend and that friend didn't necessarily have like an answer or response. They were just there with you. You know what I mean? And honestly, I didn't need an answer or response. I just needed someone to kind of hold space. 
And I know, again, it's frustrating if you want to do something or you want to feel like that you're doing something. But a lot of the problems and issues and mental health stuff that we struggle with, it's the solution is presence, right? The solution is this um, energy that you're wanting, that you need, this peace, this calmness, this love, right? And that isn't something that you can verbally say. It's something that you carry with you. So carry peace with you, carry love with you, carry hope with you. Even if you don't say a stinking word, it can be felt. And I really believe that's one of the best things you can do for your loved ones. I hope this was helpful. If you have a question, thought, comment, something that makes your brain happy, something you want to talk about, connect with us over on the IG or in our Discord. Everything's linked up in the show notes. We love you guys so much. We're in your corner. See you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.